At an early age, I'd committed myself to the only God I knew, Allah. If I could do all the things he demanded, he would answer my prayers, give me peace, and someday allow me to enter his paradise. When I turned fourteen, I joined a Zinabiye, the house of Zainab, where women can study the Quran and learn how to better please Allah. While this house was dedicated to Imam Hazrat Zainab, we prayed to many Imams. My parents, especially my father, and relatives didn't want me to join. For a time, I hid my activities from them. Before long, my dedication drew attention, and I rose in the Zinabiye to the position of serving in the sacred place where twelve Imams, the holy men of Islam, were worshipped. I moved up to the level where I served and worshipped Hazrat Zainab, the sister of Imam Hussein, and then I advanced to the top level. With the help of my teachers, this level allowed me to study, memorize, and translate small parts of the Quran from Arabic, the language of Muhammad, into Farsi, which is what most Iranians speak. During the seven years I attended the Zinabiye, I awoke every morning at one o'clock to pray. I would climb out of the top bunk of my bed while my younger sister slept on the bottom bunk. Rather than sit at our small desk or on the sofa in our room, I would place a cloth on the floor in the center of the room, light my candle, sit down, and pray until 5 a.m. At dawn, during good weather, I would climb up to the roof and continue my prayers. Seven days a week I would pray for each of the imams and their families, one at a time. After I completed my morning prayers, I would attend school all day long and then go to the Zainab house followed by more prayers. At five o'clock, we would pray the prayers all Muslims pray five times a day. If we had no work to do, we continued to pray. Sometimes, after a special program, I would be there until midnight, go home, and sleep for an hour or two before beginning the next day's prayer session. Following the teaching time and prayers, we would go into a time of grieving for the dead prophets. For this, we wore black. Because of my zeal, my teachers gave me an armband noting I'd been especially chosen for this activity. On Tuesday, I would meet with 400 other women, starting at 2 p.m., and pray until 9 p.m. Our ages ranged from 5 years old to 90. Parents would bring their young girls, as it was important for them to know the Quran and to learn how to honor Allah. We would loudly sing special songs grieving for dead imams. When everyone left, I would get a hand broom and rags to clean the house and do the dishes as my greater service to Allah. Having to bend over so long to sweep the floors has produced back, neck, and shoulder problems to this day. On days we didn't have general meetings, we met in smaller groups throughout the house. Persian rugs covered the floor, their patterns muted by years of prayer. Large cushions lined the walls to rest our backs on. For special prayers, we entered a smaller room where we opened a sliding wooden door and then stepped beyond a thick green curtain and a thin green net into a closet-sized room. Once inside, we would knot the green cloth around a notch in the door to symbolize making a covenant with the imams for answered prayer. Pictures of the imams lined the walls. 
if we held a special service in honor of one of the imams for their birthday or to mourn for them, we would leave the sliding door and the curtains open so that we could see their pictures on the walls inside the little room. As part of my service to Allah, I cleaned the rooms after everyone left. In the small room dedicated to the imams, I washed the glass picture frames with rose water.